Hey friend, welcome back, and thank you so much for your listenership. I'm going to ask you if you would to grab your Bibles and go to Deuteronomy chapter 1. I think this will be the last day we find our place in this passage for this week. Tomorrow, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask if you would to tune your ears. I'm going to talk to a specific subset of the population today. I'm going to talk to some of you who are in a relationship. It's likely that there are numerous hundreds, thousands, could be tens of thousands across the hundred plus radio stations. And of course, it goes out the video version on YouTube and sometimes on Facebook. And you can listen to the archives on podcasts. So maybe you're even listening after the fact, after this originally aired. But there are likely many of you in a relationship, maybe as a husband, as a wife. Of course, all of us are in some sort of relationship, employee, employer, church member, pastor, you fill in the blank. There's all kinds of relationships, fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, and all that. But I want to talk to those of you who are married for just a little while. I want to ask you, if you would, to tune your ears and even tune your heart. Sometimes we can have open ears, but we don't have soft hearts to what God has for us. And I don't pretend to speak as an oracle of God or anything like that. I don't have any greater avenue of access than you do, Christian friend. But at the same time, I believe God's given me a thought today that could be a help to you. Had the opportunity not that long ago to preach a Valentine's banquet. Did you go to a Valentine's banquet? Hope you did. It's a good time with Christian friends and had the opportunity to spend some time there. was with my wife, of course, and some dear ministry friends and at a great church was preaching out and got to speaking to them. And this thought I'm going to bring to you today, some of the seeds came from what I spoke to those dear couples about. Go to Deuteronomy chapter one, verse number six. You may wonder as I read this verse, how do you get a Valentine's Day thought from Deuteronomy 1, 6? Now stick with me for a moment. Deuteronomy 1, verse 6. The Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. I've given you the context to this passage. We're in the same passage of Scripture we have been for the last week. Moses is speaking to God's people and telling them what God said. You realize here that God is giving his people some commandments. God is giving to his people a challenge, though. He's telling them in verses 7, 8, and 9 where they're supposed to go and what they're supposed to do. And But he begins with this kind of slap across the face. You've been here long enough. Christian friend, Christian couple... Could I speak to you about this fact? Maybe, just maybe, as we spoke about, I think it was on Tuesday, maybe you've dwelt long enough with your own failures or the failures of your mate. We talked at length about that. You can go back and find the broadcast for Tuesday if you'd like to hear the full context there. We spoke yesterday about how friction, maybe, just maybe, we've dwelt long enough with friction. It's time to move on. But today, I want to talk about this Slightly, it feels more positive at the beginning, but even more insidious, possibly, because it's easy to do. Maybe, husband, 
Maybe, wife, you've been friends long enough. I'm speaking specifically to husbands or wives. I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details, but there is supposed to be something beyond the care and compassion of friendship. That is a good attribute to have in a marriage relationship. But friend, my friend, you, if your relationship with your spouse ends at friendship and goes no further, then you are not in a biblical marriage. You are not in a marriage that is echoing the love that God has for his bride. We, as husbands, are supposed to reflect God's love. And wives, we are supposed to reflect back the love that his church is supposed to give to the bridegroom. But before we get too deep in the weeds, I remind you that you are knit together before God in holy matrimony. And your relationship should be more than just friendship. I think of my friendships with so many different people. I'm very blessed. They say as you grow older, uh, some friendships uh, wither and some fade. And I've been so blessed to, yes, there have been some that maybe have come and gone. And honestly, maybe it's because I haven't been the friend that I should be. And there are people I think of that, you know, I should write them a note. I, I try to obey those spiritual impulses, but I've been blessed with some great friends. I think of the, the men that I can call friends. I'll be honest with you, I don't have any girl friends. I don't think it's wise, and you can lambast me if you want, but my wife is my friend, and she's more than that to me. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But I have men that are friends, some younger, some my age, some older. I have, I'm blessed with mentors, with heroes that invest in me, men that I can call friends. I can tell you this, I have never once met one of my friends and sometimes there will be a hug we'll grasp each other in brotherly kindness as friends but i'll tell you what i'm not in the habit of greeting my friends with a holy kiss all right it's not the culture i grew up in and i don't plan on starting anytime soon but i will tell you this when i greet my wife uh, there may be what my girls call smoochy kisses yeah they will often squeal with mixed delight, and I'm not sure if there's a little disgust mixed in there when mom and I smoochy kiss. I'll be honest with you, I have a desire to show my girls what a healthy relationship should look like. What would you think if I came to your church, was asked by your pastor to come and preach, and you never, ever once saw me hold my wife's hand? never saw me put my hand on the small of her back and never put my arm around her shoulders and maybe just gave her a little peck on the cheek. And if you never saw that, maybe I was with you not just a week, but two or, or three. And I'm not talking about uh, indecent dis public displays of affection. I'm not talking about any of that, but something that indicates we are in a relationship that transcends that of just friends. We're not just co-laborers. We're not just cohabitants of the home that we've built together. No, friend. We are husband and wife. And as such, we should be more than friends. 
I know we are some weeks past Valentine's Day, but could I speak to you specifically, husband? You need to love your wife as Christ loved the church. I think of the Song of Solomon 5.16. There's this passage, a short four words. It says, this is my beloved. We are his beloved. But how do you show how much your wife is beloved by you? Do you yell at her? God help you, sir. I can't even call you sir if you strike your wife. Maybe you have so swung the pendulum the wrong direction that you're not even friends. Maybe you've dwelt long enough, though, as combatants. Maybe you've dwelt long enough with violence. Maybe you, whether it be mental or verbal or physical, maybe it's time as God told his people in Deuteronomy 1.6, long enough, it's time to move on. I think of Exodus 24 verse 7. We've given some context and illustration each of these days about failures and about friction and today about being friends instead of husband and wife. And we'll continue Exodus 24 verse 7. There was a rekindling that happened here between God and his people and he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, all that the Lord hath said we, will we do and be obedient. There's an opportunity for you today. Maybe your husband's not listening, wife. Maybe you're the only one. You think, how can I ever change him? Stop trying. Truthfully, you've heard it said many a time, but you can only change you. Husband, maybe you're listening. Your wife's not and you're thinking, she could really use this. No, sir, you could really use this. Could I encourage you? Instead of pointing fingers, instead of being accusatory, could I encourage you to start thinking, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Honestly, we can fix ourselves. And I'll be honest with you, that's the only part of the equation that we can possibly impact. We can't fix them. We will never will be able to, but we can fix ourselves and show what Christ-likeness should be like. Maybe, husband, it's been a long while since you've grabbed your wife around the waist and planted a kiss on her lips. Maybe, just maybe, wife, it's been a long while since you've in any way biblically reverenced your husband. You've shown some respect to him. You've submitted to him. I'll be honest with you. I heard a message many years ago by a good old preacher. Submission breeds submission. It works both ways. It's a two-way street. I'd encourage you, stop being just friends. Be husband and wife. This works for sons and daughters. This works for every relationship. But I want to speak, I wanted to speak specifically to husbands and wives today. I hope it was a blessing to you. In 60 seconds, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I've got my hand, one written by our founder, Dr. Paul Levine, called Mom, a tribute to mother. You know, we are all blessed with mothers. Now, your mother might not be living, and she might not live the way she was supposed to. But the fact that you're breathing right now tells me that you had a mother. You did not just snap into existence. We all had a mother. 
I'd encourage you, as we draw close to Mother's Day, consider getting some of these gospel tracts. And when you see someone you know, that's a mom, use this gospel tract. Hey, say a friend of mine, Paul Levine was friends with everybody. So I think you can safely say, a friend of mine wrote this and wants me to give it to you. Because I can guarantee on the other side, Paul Levine. There's few things that could bring a smile to his lips in that great cloud of witnesses other than seeing people continuing to use gospel tracts he wrote. You can go to BibleTracksInc.org to get some of these gospel tracts. Thank you so very much for listening today. We're going to close out the week with a special broadcast tomorrow. My prayer as always is simply this, that you have a great day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you very soon on the concluding broadcast of this week, tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.